Hit the recording button. Okay. Three, I see two. my waves. Shall we clap? Yes. Uh, one, two, three. Great. Nice thank big waves. Thank you so much for that. Oh my god, thank you. Uh, oh, what a pleasure, what a pleasure. Hi, Lori. Hello, hello. How are you? Hi. Uh, pretty good. I my The nap that, that I told you I would take, I definitely took, and uh, mm. I, I was pretty resentful when my alarm went off and I had to get up. So... Full of resentment. Happy to be here. Oh, okay. So it's just like a normal day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. A if I don't have recording. a resentment, I create a resentment. I saw something. You know, I get zip recruiter emails just because, like, at some point I may need to find a job or yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, yeah. at some point, I'm going to need to uh, figure out some work. So I opened up the zip recruiter email today and there was something that was like, so all of the emails that I get are related to like writing, you know, copywriting jobs and stuff. So there was one called a place for mom. And oh. I thought, Oh, maybe this is like some sort of terrible mom blog or something. I just assumed that it was, you know, that's fair. Uh, and it's so much darker than that. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> if that's even possible. I think so. Uh, what it is is a website that's all about uh, the culture around putting your elderly parent into a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, right now is a death sentence yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> half, half of our deaths have been in nursing homes or in care, assisted care. I think we found our funny. It's hysterical. Uh, <laughs> Who would you put in a nursing home right now? Oh, my God. I would find the one that gets like the D minus grade from the New Jersey Department of Health. Okay. And definitely just like open up the top of the White House and shake it, shake it all into the oh, into that nursing home. And, nice. and there would be no age limit. Like if you're 25 and you're working for the White House, I'm sorry. You're in. You're in. Unless you're like... A legacy person or somebody who has no some if you're there to like vacuum the carpets oh anything like that you that you get an exemption if you're there on a policy level of any kind if you're uh -huh. not like a um somebody who is tending to the physical plant of the white house then yeah you're in uh these like young these young women that work as aides and and maybe i'm sure there's men too but we seem to only hear about the women that work as press secretaries and aides and whatnot to these yeah. monsters come yeah. on Come on, ladies. Lori. Yeah. There's a postal worker running around my neighborhood right now. What? On a, on a Sunday? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do package deliveries. They do package uh, deliveries on Sundays. Maybe he wants to get home. But running? it's a... It running. Uh, well, he parked his van, his delivery van. He's where, he's, it's uh, not one of the mail trucks. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a van. It's a delivery mm -hmm. van. All right. Mm -hmm. And he is... <laughs> he just sprinted to my neighbor's house, oh. uh, left a package, and then ran back to the van, hmm. closed the door, jumped inside. Okay. Not in that order. Wait, wait, wait. He's out. Okay. <laughs> the door's open. He's got three packages. Okay. Why do you think... I mean... He just think... put the packages back. In the truck. And he closed the door to the truck. He's in the van. 
This is the kind he's of turning content. around and he's gone. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, he's here. Oh shit. He's at your house? He's at my house. He heard oh you. Oh my god. He's behind you. He's got oh a length of razor wire. Oh, I'm sitting outside. As oh, you know, shit. I record in the car. Oh, oh, I'll yeah, see yeah. oh, thank you. He said, you're welcome. Oh, shit. Can we interview him? No, 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 no. I don't have two mics, but I have to get too close. He's sprinting probably because he has like a billion packages and. Yeah, and probably no doesn't want to get the corona. Yeah. But it, it, he is outside, and there's no one around. Hmm. Oh, what a treat! That was my excitement. Yeah. My my heart is racing. Wow! I've never seen I've never seen a postal worker run. Yeah, that's a job that I sometimes am like, can I can I take that job? Like I every once in a while I get an email that's like entry level salary seventy two thousand dollars. Like that can't be right. Um, Sounds great. But yeah, I'm like I'll do that fucking job. Uh, although I don't know. I probably would not. Can I? Just a little feedback. Permission to give feedback. Yes. I, what? I don't think you'd be the best <laughs> postal worker. Okay. I'm and I, choking back tears. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, why do you say that? Why do you say that, Chris? <laughs> Uh, are you here to help? Um, do you know what I mean? <laughs> are you, are you well, fundamentally are, here to help? What are the options here to help or here to hurt? I'd say out of those two things, I'm more here to help than here to hurt. Oh, uh, huh. if you can't, if you can't be a helper, just don't be a herder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that phrase of, uh, Mr. Rogers, Look, for, Look the for the helpers, or at least not the herders. I don't know what kind of impression I've given you over the past several years of uh, speaking mm-hmm. together on microphones, but I am a helper. I am a, help- I am a helper monkey. How? Uh, yes. Okay. Here's an example. Today, a lady emailed me out of the blue. I never met her before. She got uh-huh. my name off the listserv of a building that I no longer live in. Okay. And she said, are you, she said, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I live in building whatever. It's a six building complex. I live in building XYZ. And I was wondering, are you the Lori that's making masks? And if so, I definitely need some masks and I'd like to buy some from you. Thank you so much. Oh, and she said, and if you're not, if you have any idea where I can get masks, I would appreciate any information that you have. So I think it's fair to say it's, you know, I am not the Lori that's making masks. You Um, are not. You are not. So, you know, I could have just ignored it and been like, this bitch, you know, but I was like, (laughs) (laughs) how dare she? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I really wish you would have. <laughs> All right, what'd I, you do? I wrote back right away. In fact, I had to. I, it came in, and I said, "Let me wait five minutes so I don't seem too thirsty." And too, then I wrote back, too, and I said, "Too eager to help." Yeah, I said, "Dear so and so, I am not the Lori that that makes masks. It must be one of the other Lori's that lives in this building complex. Um, how? And you know, I wish I were handy enough to make masks. I'm not." Uh, however, let me direct you to this listserv for our neighborhood, and I, I'm sure that there are people on there that are offering masks or information. I've, I'm sure I've seen that in the 
previous weeks. And also, here's a, a forum, an online forum for our neighborhood. And I bet you'll find somebody there who oh, has wow. information about somebody who's sewing masks. Um, I said, I know people who have gotten masks, masks on Etsy, but I bet you can find somebody local. And yeah. she wrote back and said, thank you so much. That is, I really appreciate you responding. So wow. I helped her. I helped you her. And I sent her links. I didn't just say, uh-huh. look at this, this, uh, this listserv and this forum. I sent fucking embedded links. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, mm-hmm. was a, that was helpful. Oh, you embedded them? Yeah. So wow. All she had to do was click. You didn't just copy and paste the link. You embedded it in the I appropriate text. embedded it in the appropriate text. So you tell me. And do you, do you think that that shows more care? Than what? Than just a, a link? Just a yeah. uh, copy and pasted mm-hmm. link? Mm-hmm. Did you feel proud of yourself when you embedded it? I don't know that it shows more care. It just It's a, it's a slight flex. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, look at my skills. Yeah. I, I, well... So, so like a server at Fridays, mm-hmm. when they were allowed to come to work, yeah, and not completely unemployed, mm-hmm. you've got some flair. Yeah, I have a little, little bit of flair. That's the button you wore on your vest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. All right. Have you helped anybody else today? No. Oh, Ever. God, in my. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ever. Not. Name a time. Name a time. (laughs) Have I ever helped anyone ever? Uh, I I helped my child with some uh, some science homework. I don't think that counts. You're obligated. You're Mm -hmm. obligated. You could go to jail. I could go to jail for not watching the YouTube video called The Amoeba Sisters. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the way this whole uh, virtual learning shit's going... Yeah. I feel like uh, I get this. Uh, I get this email from the math teacher, and he's very nice. And I want mm-hmm. you to know that mm-hmm. it's two o'clock in the morning. Dear parent, BC, he's crying. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's two a.m. I'm alone. <laughs> Please hold me. And I want you to know he's very nice. Sure. He's a very nice man. It's too much. Mm-hmm. I can't go over it. I I can't even socially distance myself mm-hmm. and hold him at two a.m. <laughs> Is, is Cliss your, your kid's math teacher? What? What? I'm is, sorry? Is, is Cliss your kid's math teacher? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Cliss is uh, sitting Health. himself. He's, he's sex ed. Yeah. Okay? And uh, he's not allowed to teach health because he doesn't know anything else. Cliss yeah. only knows. He, he knows the parts. He knows yeah. the parts. The the O-ring and the piston. Yep. And what I like about what Cliss did this year, and and sure, he's a perv, but not toward the kids, which is great. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He wouldn't. Hard stop. Right? He has a moral compass. Mm. Shoved up his ass. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. But do you know what I like that he did this year? Hmm. When he demonstrated how to put a condom on properly, all right, uh-huh. you get your, the bana- you get a banana, you get a cucumber, you get a squash, a zucchini of some sort. He has and he does it all because what he likes, to, he lines them all up, uh-huh. and he says every body is different, and every body is beautiful, and so for those people who have penises. 
I want you to all grab one that makes you feel good about you. And so, you know, the kids all grab one. And yeah, everybody laughs. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. I got the uh, zucchini that grew too long in the garden. You know, the end of the season zucchini. Mm-hmm. And they get really, they get woody uh, inside and yeah. ugh, big seeds. And you can't really eat them. Terrible. And he loves those. He has a whole collection of them, and he had them mounted. You know, like like you would. Like you, come on now, like you would a uh, let's say a beloved dog or a cat or a fox that you ran over, Um, a deer (laughs) that you shot in the eye, those sorts of things, right? right? A turkey that you gassed in your garage. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, and and a flock, right? A whole flock Mm -hmm. of turkeys, Mm -hmm. and. did you know that turkeys, the thing was, growing up on a farm, you, you learn about, you, you learn the different things. Yeah. And you learn the different things about the animals. For example, and I think everybody famously remembers my, my cow, Rudy. Was Rudy capable of playing tag? Of course he was. Was he a big steer that I sent off to slaughter? Yes. Did I play tag mm. with him before I had him killed and made money off of him? Yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was touching. Did I have a cow? Excuse me. Did I have a pig? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to miss species, mm-hmm. uh, the animal. But uh, did I Did I have a, a... No, it was a cow. I was right. I was right. I was right. <laughs> you learned whose, a lot on the farm. Whose stomach got twisted and it became a bloated mess. And uh, the vet came out <sighs> and shoved a pipe down its throat and said its stomach is twisted. And uh, we've got to un- we've got to massage it and we got to kind of unravel it. and this will open it up and let the gas out and like foul, very foul, wow. very foul. Yeah. Um, um, smells came out of that cow through through the steel pipe in its mouth and then uh it died the next day because its stomach remained twisted so these are the things that we learn turkeys uh i was always told don't know if it's true i believe it's true in my heart turkeys will drown in rain Oh, because they're so dumb they just what they just they're so dumb they just yeah just look straight up into the rain look straight up and if you would, like, look into the sky and think how long it would... And I'll do it. You don't have to do it because maybe that's not... If, if this is not a safe space for you folks, I'm doing it for you. I'm looking into the sky, imagining that it's raining, thinking how long it would take me to drown. A while. Oh, well, the sun's out right now. Mm, so, so I, a while. <laughs> several hours. <laughs> At least an hour. At least an hour. And I just think... You know, think being that, how stupid do you have to be as an animal without, in let's call it a reptile brain. It's not, but you know what I mean. All instinctual, not a Mm. lot of reasoning. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting turkeys up with pigs. I'm just not. Are pigs smart? Mm. Of course they are. Yeah. Brilliant. As smart as a chimpanzee. As as smart as a, as a, certainly smarter than a baby. Mm. Mm -hmm. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Whenever my friends have children, I look at them, look at that baby, and I say, it's so cute. It's stupider than a pig. People love that. Uh, well, it really takes that whole miracle of birth thing out, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. When you're like, well, your your infant's not as smart as a pig. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes people feel good. And then I just smile. Well, I just smile. Right? <laughs> and now, now who feels good about himself? Me. Yeah. Me. Obviously. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, I don't know how all that started, but I feel good about it. Yes. Uh, Were we saying, was I asking you if you're a helper? No. No. You might have. And I think the answer is yes. I think with all those stories I just told. Oh, we were talking about sex ed. And so uh, what Cliss did, Shuri did the condoms. Uh He did the condoms, right? Traditional condoms. And he gets them and he contacted the Trojan people. And they donated all of them, which is great. Thank you for mm. donating uh, mm-hmm. to Cliss and to Sex Ed. I think that's great. And, uh, mm. you know, he mm. gives everybody a magnum just so they feel great about their squash or their cucumber, whatever they've got, right? right? Sweet potato. Yep. It doesn't matter. Well, I'll chode. Tell you, I made certainly a chode. Absolutely a chode. Full chode, right? And one mm-hmm. kid, one kid has to choose the portobello. And that's always funny. That's always oh, funny, because that's God. the true chode. Uh, and, <laughs> but that child still gets a magnum, all right? Everybody's sure. treated the same. And Length and girth, man. Thank you. And this year, what what Cliss did was he gave everybody a, a, a melon baller. And everybody laughs at that name. <laughs> melon baller. And he says, now I want you to scoop out, scoop out a hole, would you? Would you? And everybody does it. And the mushroom kid, you know, he can only do so much. And that's fine. You do as much as you can. But it's it's a real thick portobello. You know, it's like five uh-huh. inches across. So yeah. that's nice. And it's got a longer stem, not just the clipped off stem. Um, sure. There's some dirt attached to the root, which is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And then he he says, now I want you to dig deeper. Dig, a, dig that hole deeper. And so the kids are just digging holes, right? In their vegetable and, genitalia. And to, yeah, and, and, well, into their penis vegetable. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And people will say, well, how deep should I go? And he says, as deep as you want. What feels right? What's a pro- what feels right for this vegetable? And then he says, raise your hand when you're done. And there's always one kid who just wants to go all the way through, right? Because that's yeah, funny. Yeah. And so you got a butternut squash uh, with a uh, condom on it, magnum. Uh, yeah. around the pointy end, not the bulb end, uh-huh. right? But a, uh, a hole the whole way through. And then what Cliss does is he hands out female condoms. And he says, now, let's understand how to use a female condom. Because who knows how to use those? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Do you know why? Because. That's why. Because. Uh. <laughs> But Cliss's students do, and so yes. it's really magical to see. And what I like wow. about that is it's playing with gender, it's it's playing mm-hmm. with sexual identity, and, and the parts, and the bits, and the holes, and everything, and we know how to protect it all. And mm-hmm. so you've got a condom on one, one end, and then you've got a condom up in the other end. And that's, wow. that's powerful. That's... And then the kids get to... Wait, and then the kids have to carry them around for a week, like the mm. baby. Did you ever mm-hmm. have to do that? No, but I'm very familiar with the concept, thanks right. to sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. Either it's a it's an egg, or it's a bag of flour, or a bag of sugar, that sort of thing. Yeah. Cliss's students had to carry uh, around their condomed vegetables. Oh, my God. This is why your taxes are so high in New Jersey. Do you know my passion about personal watermelons? My neighbor's mowing his lawn. I'm so thankful for him right um, now. It's great. It's great. <laughs> so I thankful. do not know your passion about personal watermelons. Well, sometimes you'll just see uh, in 
a New Jersey grocery store into an Acme. You go into an Acme and you see a watermelon. It is one of those smaller, round watermelons. Mm. Uh, and a sign was put up, personal watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very personal. It's very personal. It's mine. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me about my watermelon. It's yeah. personal. Yeah, yeah. The Jersey man. Oh, it's a magical place. It's a magical place where your uh, neighbor will come and mow his lawn. <laughs> Just to interrupt your podcast. Thanks, buddy. Well, I can't hear it if that's any consolation. Well, no. so no, I am. Lori, you are a helper. That helped me. Right? Thank you. That helped me emotionally, and I'm sorry for not seeing it. Thank you. Uh, um. Lori, if you could pet any animal right now, right this second, what would it be and why? Uh, it would be a very clean golden retriever. Like a golden retriever that is 30 minutes out of a bath. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it dry or is it a, a yeah, little damp? Just, what's happening? No, I don't want to damp. All right, an hour out of its bath and it's it's. I don't know. It's It could be a quick dry. drying. It could be yeah. quick drying. I understand. I don't, I don't really know how long it takes them to dry, but they're so, um, they're so like amenable to petting and they're so funny and, and like loving and dumb. Uh, but their coats it tend to be like real. They leave, it literally leaves a, a film on your hands. So I want to clean uh golden retriever okay you mm. i would pick something insane i think mm-hmm. just to really spice it up and i get the golden retriever because that sounds fun mm-hmm. i think like a donkey ah uh, yes or oh, like one of the, uh, like a a a smart, fluffy animal. So I take a llama, an alpaca, a mm-hmm. donkey. Mm. A sheep? A sheep? Oh. You know, I'm a sucker for a sheep. Yeah, I'd pet a sheep. I would. Great, great. Bring one right up here. Lori, what, what animal would you absolutely not pet right now in quarantine? Uh, Siamese cat. Oh, wow. Yeah, why? they're dicks. They're fucking oh. dicks. Is okay. why. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to pet an animal that doesn't want to be pet. I am all about pet consent, and uh, <laughs> and Siamese yes. cats, by and large, are like fuck you, yeah. and uh, I'm not into that. I want, I want to be wanted. So <sighs> I will tell you, I've only ever known one Siamese cat in my life. It was as a child. Same. It was Same. a cat, cat that belonged to our neighbor named Sniffer, and uh, <laughs> just not a not a friendly cat. Lori, what's Chris. on your list? Oh, Lori, <laughs> Lori, Chris, Chris. Oh, it's bad. Can, it's can I talk in? Can I talk in my southern accent with the child keep? Oh, I no. kind of miss them. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he has ruined the Southern accent. He's ruined a lot more than a Southern accent. So much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, can you go through your list? Do you have, yes. do you have one? Yeah. So I emailed you a list earlier today just so that we would have some stuff to talk about, even though we've we've now talked quite a bit. But I <clears> thought, let's show up with a little bit of preparation and oh. you know, see what happens. Huh. 
so as maybe people know, um, Twitter is a thing that exists, and certainly if you're looking to waste 10 to 12 hours or more per day, it is there for you, 24-7, constantly generating new content, uh, most of which is trash, and then sometimes there's some great stuff. Um, But it is a trash hole. Right. Okay. So uh, a lot of people like to, in the name of engagement, people like to put questions out and ask for uh, answers. I guess they're called Twitter prompts. And uh, and some of them are great and result in some fun content. Some of them are not great. So one of the ones that caught my attention this week was, tell me your most mundane celebrity encounter. Okay. Uh, I didn't read. A, I started to read them, and then some of them were. It was just. It's actually not. It, I think one's own celebrity encounter is the most interesting, mundane, and the, and other people's are tend to be boring. Absolutely. Uh, unless they're not. So I did respond on Twitter. I said I saw Goody Proctor with the devil, uh, because, you know, huff comedy, Arthur Miller style. Well, no. Uh, I, please don't talk down to me. One of my wife's relatives was smashed in the uh, Salem Witch Trials. Smashed? Yeah. Uh, stones put on top of them. Now, she's into she's into genealogy. Giles Corey. Uh, but she's into genealogy and she's not convinced that she did that tree correctly that or that branch mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. It felt yeah. true. And uh, I liked thinking that I married into the Giles Corey lineage. Yeah, that's... That is uh, for those who don't remember. He had stones placed on top of him, and he mm-hmm. asked for more. Wow! Does your wife say things like "We are the daughters of the witches that you failed to smash"? She doesn't, but she does say "prithy" a lot. <laughs> um. So that's great. That is a fun fact about you. So I wanted to ask you: well, Was that your most mundane celebrity encounter when you were? In college, uh, and you attended the Salem Witch Trials as uh, as a field trip for your torts and regulations class. I don't know where I'm going with this. What was your most, Chris? What was your most mundane celebrity encounter? Oh boy, so many. Uh, one is I have a few. Is that okay? Please, yeah. All right, and then you can choose the most mundane. Okay. One of them is walking into a taping of the NPR game show Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me mm-hmm. in Chicago mm-hmm. behind Ira Glass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank That's you. very very mundane. Thank you. Uh, another, and I think I've talked about this and yet won't, I, won't stop me. Uh, also, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me related. Lived a few blocks up from Peter Sagal in Oak Park, Illinois. Mm. I would, he's the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Mm-hmm. And see him out working in his lawn. Wow. Raking leaves. I would honk as we went <laughs> by and we would wave. If my wife and I were coming home from a fun time in Chicago and we'd drive by Peter's house uh-huh. off the Eisenhower Expressway, we would say, Good night, Peter. Hmm. Every night when we drove very, by. Very mundane. I love it. Another one, uh, certainly. Um, Colin Firth. Oh, uh-huh. In the Apple Store in Soho, New York City. Okay. What's the uh, what's the movie that the Christmas movie that people love and hate? Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually had just come out. Uh-huh. He was there to promote it. Uh, we were. I was looking at the iPods. I think they were newish at that point. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at them, and I look across for me, and I see someone that I think I went to high school with, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and we don't break eye contact, and I almost say, hi, and then I realize who he is, and then I just smile, and he smiles back. And we go back to looking at our iPods. That is... I feel like that's the beginning of Love Actually too. Mm. I mean, great. You know? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Those are good. I love that your first two are radio personalities. <laughs> whom oh, absolutely. One, you know, like, I think that the, the average layperson probably doesn't know what either of those people look like because they uh, are radio personalities. But, what but a you shame. do. What a small oh. world. What, oh. How small do you want your world to be? I want mine big. Tiny. Huge. I want mine huge. Mm. I want it to be big enough that I recognize Ira Glass on site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter Sagal? Absolutely. Mm. Roxanne Roberts? Of course. Yeah. Of course. What? I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know who that is. Wow. I haven't listened wow. to enough NPR, I guess. Wow. Yep. Wow. Can what, I, what, yeah, what are yours? You've, you've met so many celebrities. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like if you meet a celebrity, that's by definition no longer a mundane encounter. Um, uh. But uh, I one time saw David Copperfield uh, filling up a soda cup at the uh, movie theater at Union Square. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make it disappear? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then he burned down the whole building with his mind. Um, I think I said this uh, on a previous uh, episode. Say it again. I saw, say it again. I, I saw Paul Rudd at an ATM in the West Village. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, one time I saw, I was standing in a restaurant and I looked out in the street and there was Carrot Top just walking by. Sure. Uh, I saw Danny Bonaducci on the subway. Mm. He was wearing a jacket that said Bonaducci. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you knew. Yeah, the, the I do anyway, but it really, it really was, it, it took all the guesswork out of the equation. <laughs> it's helpful, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, there, I'm sure there are more, but those are, uh, so I, I live uh, very close to where comedian um, Chris Gethard lives. Ugh. And so once in a while, I'll see him Love on the street and I just have to be like, don't say anything. He's just trying to live his life. So I but don't. You have, One but time, you have. You have. The though. first time I saw him on the street, I ran up to him yeah. and asked him to be on our podcast. And he said, That's okay. Great. He said, okay, emailed me at this address. And then Absolutely. he He's never, never responded. Absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. no one blames him. Yeah, no, it's No fine. one blames him. But I don't think we him. would know what to do with a Chris Oh, Gethard. I think we'd know exactly what to do with him. Mm, He'd yeah. be down to play. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't he know that we're... He would play, and he's as self-conscious as you are, mm-hmm. uh, and he's as smart as I am dumb. <laughs> so I wow. think I think he'd know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. You've triggered a couple more, may I, please? Please, yes. Or do you have more? Do you have more? I, uh, I can't think going. of any right now. No, I can't think of any more right All right. Now. Um, I'm... Going into my chiropractor's office on twelfth. I mean, it's not. I'm not bragging, right? But mm. I do see a chiropractor mm-hmm. at times in my life. Is he my celebrity, mundane celebrity setting? No. But I was mm. walking in there one day, and I I say to myself, "Well, I, I know that woman's voice out on the sidewalk. Who is that?" And then I turn around, 
And it's Meryl Streep walking by the door. Oh my God. That's amazing. And that was it. That was, that was it. These are all chiropractor related. Mm-hmm. So walking good. down the street, John Waters. Oh, that's a good one. Third chiropractor. Sighting. Oh my God. Well, related sighting. The new school's directly across from the chiropractor. Uh-huh. And that's where they would do inside the actor's studio. Oh, no. For a while. Uh-huh. So I'm out there one night. I see the paparazzi. I'm like, oh, there's normally not paparazzi out here. And I, I'm one of those people that will just walk over and go, hey, who are we waiting for? Right? Because that's just real casual. Yeah, yeah. Not getting excited. And they go, it's J-Lo. Oh. So he stood. Waited for J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Took a picture. Excellent. She's very tiny. Yeah, that doesn't surprise very me. Very tiny person. Hmm. Very. So much energy. Hmm. Beautiful. She's amazing. She's amazing. Beautiful. Absolutely. She can do anything. She, of course, was being played by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. The next item is, and this is sort of, I guess I've made sort of like a superlatives list, uh, you know, in honor of dads and grads. Uh, and these <laughs> <laughs> poor grads yeah, that are not getting to... We're about to be to, June. Well. Yeah. Somebody wrote, or somebody put on either Twitter or Instagram today something like, for all the grads that are sad about not getting to have an actual graduation ceremony, just wrap yourself up in a shower curtain and go sit out in the blazing sun and listen to somebody read the phone book for three hours. Yes. And I thought that was, that was great, because that, that, that is pretty is. much yeah what happens. Uh, so the next one on my list is, what is your best or worst recent dream? Because a lot of people I know have been having exceptionally intense or weird dreams in this period of lockdown, uh, myself included. Uh, I'll go because it's terrible. Okay. I had a dream that I was falling off of a very tall building. Hmm. To that, what, what did you have a fun dream, Lori? I have two. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna say a person's name that we both know, and I'm gonna ask you to, if this fart. makes the cut, I'm gonna ask sound? you to to cover up the the, the name with a noise, um, or else okay. just cut it. But uh, sure. I've been having, um, not to get too personal, but I you know I've been having sex dreams about like i'm just basically running through the gamut of anyone that i've ever met in my entire life pretty much uh different big surprise every night who's it gonna be i don't know this is weird uh so the other night i had a dream that i was sort of in the beginning stages of having a threesome with a friend of mine who is a uh 70 year old woman very attractive Uh and um That's the <laughs> Great. So really going through the Rolodex. Really got like digging deep in the Rolodex. Like people who do not cross my mind on a daily basis. A very attractive uh, person. Sure. Yeah. Um if I you know it was truly like uh uh I don't know. Just spin spin a couple wheels and see who comes up. Yeah. Uh, so that was weird, and it didn't. It, and that, oh, and, but it was interrupted by my parents. So we never. No, but nothing got too oh, far, bad. too crazy. Yeah. Uh, I love that. So that That's great. that was one. The one that the that I had last night, which was upsetting. <laughs> Again, maybe a little too personal. Uh, I had a dream that I was uh, using a toilet. Uh, and I was just poop. 
hoping shredded carrots like sure just sure so many shredded carrots that in fact i broke the plumbing and i left i i just left the bathroom it wasn't my house it was like some public space and i was like well i have filled this toilet with shredded carrots and i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna walk away from the situation and then two people uh came up to me later and said we know it was you (laughs) that broke the toilet with the shredded carrots and I had to, to pretend that I didn't know what they were talking about. And it was just like, I can't wait to get out of this conversation. And I hope that they believe me when I say that it wasn't me. I was very embarrassed. Well, <laughs> I think what's nice is you're eating healthy. Yeah, so much In fiber. That dream. That's gross. Yeah. So much fiber. Yeah. I had so many carrots and I was shitting them out. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, just pure carrot. Um, huh. Not great. Yeah. What do you think that means? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, the overriding uh, emotion in the dream was was like shame and mm-hmm. embarrassment and panic, mm-hmm. and like somehow I had failed to plan adequately, yeah. and now so I had I had caused something that was a problem that I had to handle, or if I couldn't handle it, I had to like disavow myself of it. So. I'm sure there's there's uh, there's some Boy, parallel in my life. Yeah, sure. I could point out so many things on my own. That's yeah. a great dream. I do have a, a, a very old carrot in my fridge that every day I look at and I'm like, I have to do something with this carrot. It is like I have not stored it properly. It's it's bit like when I bought it a month or more ago, it was like a robust giant carrot, and every day it loses uh, girth, moisture and the will to live and it's becoming this like really tragic it's like very soft and flexible mm-hmm. and i just go oh, yeah i gotta do something about that carrot and then i just close the drawer so Could i may have just been dreaming positive let's try to turn that into a positive okay what if go it's ahead. a metaphor for the patriarchy <laughs> the carrot itself yeah okay I think just this, let this could be empowering let it shrink. Let it shrivel. Like continue, Ignore it, and and soon it will just be a, a, a stain in the drawer. I think it is. I don't think you're even ignoring it. I think you're purposefully watching it die. Yeah. Willful neglect. It's intentional. Yeah. Maybe I can find a place for mom for my carrot in a nursing home in New Jersey. A place for mom. My so God. bad. Uh, um, All right. Well, those were great dreams. Yes. Uh, And mine was great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can do anything. I want to offer a correction to something I said a few episodes ago. Uh, I was speaking off the top of my head. You you said you felt... I had uh, chicken tikka masala. Yeah, and... You were you were very conflicted about it because it's a it's like basically it's a embodiment of colonialism. Yes. And I said, "Who gives a shit? It's delicious." And and Tony uh, ate it. Tony ate it on TV. Uh, and then I, but I had this little nagging feeling that like that's not. I don't think that's actually right. So I went back and looked, and it, he did not, in fact, eat ch- chicken tikka mm-hmm. masala. He right. ate tandoori chicken. So okay, I am. It is delicious. So I am yeah. sorry for uh, besmirching his name. Uh, he did not, in, when in India, eat chicken tikka masala. He ate tandoori chicken. Um, so everyone cares as much as I do about that. What is the best or worst uh, impulse purchase that you have made uh, during the quarantine? I think you know the answer to this. I 
I I don't remember. I think you know, because it made you so mad. Um, I... (laughs) You're going to have to jog my memory. I got a bidet. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. God damn it. (laughs) Um, yes. So, yeah. No, go ahead. Express your feelings. It was mostly that I didn't want to think about you washing your butthole. Yeah. 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 But what a hypocrite I am, because I just talked about a dream where I pooped shredded carrots. So, well, you know, what but is, you didn't what is wipe. That? You didn't wipe. You noticed you Ugh. absolutely did not talk about wiping. It's true. Okay? It's true. All right. For such a butt-centric podcast, mm-hmm. and recent listeners, long-time listeners, long-time listeners will know about our our gaping talk uh, will, about... Ugh, the what is that? What is that? The stretched anus. Oh, uh, goatsy. Thank you. The goatsy talk. Listen, I'm very tired. Mm-hmm. Um, the the goatsy talk. Uh, the be kind, do good, eat ass. But when it comes down to washing one's bottle, <sighs> it's a bridge too far. It's too personal. It's, real, it's yeah. It's too much. Yeah. I don't want to have to, and I'm not going to think about. I'm just not going to think about it. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. But and because I respect you that much. Okay. I don't want to. Don't want to think. Yeah. But what? why did I buy it? I bought it because I couldn't find toilet paper for weeks. Mm-hmm. And I had plenty stored up. Because with three kids, you just don't know. Yeah. You have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. At all times, pre-pandemic, you have to be you have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. So I got an advertisement for, and they're not a sponsor, but for Hello Tushy, mm-hmm. and and I'm not proud. But do you love it? Do I love it? I do. I'm just going to be honest. Have I cut my paper consumption by ninety percent? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did I panic buy? I did. And I'll stand mm. by it. Mm-hmm. That That's was fine. my panic buy. What yeah. did you panic buy? Uh, I don't know if it was panic buy so much as like totally uh, disregard my like need and desire to be thrifty. Uh, I bought for myself and my son uh, a round of Babyfoot, uh, which is a chemical in a plastic booty that you wear on your feet for an hour and then you wait a couple of days and soak your feet if you remember to and then the skin just comes sheeting off your feet. Oh, wow. um, so it's it's uh, whatever. I thought it would be something fun for us to do together. What was I did it? not fa- uh, it was. I did not factor in the uh, the truth of an 11-year-old boy feeling far less responsible for his uh, discarded foot skin than one would hope. (laughs) So we've had to have a couple of hard talks about uh, what one does with the foot skin uh, once it's been, you know, once it's come off the body. Uh, What does one do? What's the right, what's the right, what, what coach me here? I have a bunch of foot skin in my hand. What do I do? Yeah. Gather and dispose. Mm. Gather and dispose. Do we do we leave it on our TV tray that we dinner on? We do not. We okay. do okay. not. Okay. Uh, so and we've that, learned that's some in skills. Your house. 
That's yeah. in your house. Yeah. Okay. So we've learned some skills like Windex and a paper towel, uh-huh. vacuum cleaner. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so that was great. That was a, that was something I, I definitely would not have bought outside of quarantine. And then um, this one, I will say that this one is really has was really more for me. Although I tried to couch it like it was for him. Uh, well, for Christmas, I had my parents get him the uh, the video game Just Dance twenty twenty, and so it was. Fun. 100% for me and 0% for him, but I tried to Good sell him job. on it. It took him like deep into the quarantine to even like consent to trying it. And then once we both tried it, we were like, this is so fun. Yeah. But you know, it would be even more fun is if we didn't have to hold your grubby cell phone in one of our hands in order to be sort of monitored by the game and get yeah. points and whatever. So uh, against my better judgment, I said, why don't we just buy the camera? So I bought the uh, PS4 camera, which as far as I can tell, is really only um, relevant to this one game. Yes. Um, and it cost, yeah. I want to say, four times as much as the game itself. <laughs> uh but it's super fun, and uh, and it's it's like one of the few things that we have done together that is enjoyable, uh, apart from like just watching television. So, I love it. What's yeah. your favorite song? Uh, well, it, there are as it turns out, there aren't that many songs that just come with the game, and this this makes me so mad. It's oh, a no. separate separate tangent, but All this right. thing where it's like, oh, if you want good songs, you have to pay for them mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. but there's some sort of 30-day trial where you can have unlimited songs so uh i i all right i'm just gonna say this without shame uh i did um oops i did it again it was really yeah. fun sure um i also one of the free songs is uh bad guy by billy eilish also really fun um yeah. And I will say that, like, I am, you know, you can choose your, your level of, of difficulty of the dancing, and I am always on, like, the, you know, the easiest. Of course. The easiest level. Uh, not much of a dancer, but it's super, super fun. Um, do, you find that, do you find yourself being surprised that you actually can move? Yeah, that, yeah. That you've got some, you got some groove to you that you didn't know? I, yeah, I guess. I mean, that I'm, like, yeah, that I'm... Like, these are dance moves that I never in my life would conceive of, you know? Um, so to to see it and to, and to follow it and to be able to sort of... And the truth is, like, the game really focuses on the upper body. So, like, my footwork yeah. is not great. Yes. I have I have the <laughs> knees of, like, a 90-year-old. So, like, you know, I do my best, but I'm not, like, dipping and, you know, I'm not really, like, always keeping up with the footwork. But as long as you can, like, move your arms and your hands yeah. uh, the way that they tell you to, you, you get a pretty high score. So... That's really fun. That's raw, raw fun. Chris. Lori. This has been the best hour and a half of my day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the listeners won't hear all of it because we talked a lot of shit about people. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So we've got to cut that out because this is only positive vibes on this Ugh. podcast. We should do like a shit talk Patreon. Oh, would love it. Yeah. Would love it. Lori, name one good thing that you watched, listened to, read this week. What's your recommendation? Well, it's a, it's a show that not a lot of people know about. Okay. Uh, it's, it's called The Wire. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm like the last whatever. I fucking started watching The Wire, and uh, it's great. It's as good as everyone says it is. I don't have any, I, I, can't, I can't say, you know, I can't say that anyone was wrong. I should have watched it a long time ago. I love it. The Wire. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
You? The Wire. All right, my recommendation is The Teacher's Lounge. It is an improvised podcast with four fantastically funny people. Uh, with, with the group Big Grande, it's Drew Tarver, Dan Lippert, John uh, Mackey, and Ryan Rosenberg. They are just incredibly funny people. And uh, Teacher's Lounge, they improvise uh, four teachers. Uh, it's too complicated to explain, but the general premise is they are four teachers. And they meet to record the podcast. They are not teachers. They are always making things up. And because of the quarantine, they can't get together just like we can't get together. And so they have flipped back to the 1990s. MTV, they're down in Cancun. Uh, the characters are in Cancun uh, dealing with the aftermath of MTV being there mm. uh, for the summer and or for spring break. And it's it's just brilliant and insane and absolutely so much fun so the teacher's lounge it's on earwolf that's my recommendation Fantastic. all right Lori. thank you so much for your time today mm-hmm. same and as always be kind do good stay away from everyone see you next time bye and bye <laughs>